Every week they talk about music coming into Milwaukee and music coming out of Milwaukee. Here's Evan Ritleski of 88.9 and Piet Levy of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. This is Tapped In. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Tapped In. I am Evan, here as always with Piet. And this week we are excited to share our April concert picks. There are a lot of good shows coming to the city. Once again, we have been in kind of a killer stretch for concerts in the city. April keeps that stretch going. Piet, what are you most excited to see in April? We got to talk about Olivia Rodrigo. I mean, this is this is like maybe the concert of the year for some people. It's happening uh, April 19th at the uh, the Raves uh, Eagles Ballroom. And I mean, Olivia Rodrigo, obviously the kind of huge, big breakout star of last year with driver's license and very quickly proved driver's license was not a, a fluke, not a one hit wonder situation. Her whole album, Sour, is really terrific and uh, up for a lot of Grammys, probably going to win a bunch of Grammys uh, April 3rd. And yeah, I mean, there is a lot of anticipation for this. She could have easily done an arena tour um, right out of the gate. She chose not to. Maybe that upset some fans, but her whole, whole, whole thought was she didn't want to skip steps, as she told the LA Times in the interview. Um, and she wanted to make sure she got some practice more on the kind of the, the bigger theater level. Hence, she's playing Milwaukee and and playing at the Eagles Ballroom. That show sold out really fast. But it's a show I think that anyone that is there is probably going to say, I was there to see Olivia Rodrigo because she has a really bright future ahead. And I, I really respect what she did. I mean, it's Me so too. easy to take the quick buck and just play venues you're not ready for. Uh, I think this was the right move. You can see her again when she comes back and plays Pfizer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, Ariana, like, you get to see her this this one too, you know? Yeah, I remember when Ariana Grande came to, to the Bradley Center. That was like the second show she ever did. And it was not a good show. You know, she was not ready. You could tell she was not ready. She felt very insecure. You you know, this it's a huge undertaking to play a big show. Uh, so for, I think it was a really smart move of Rodrigo. And for the fans that, that got those tickets, it's going to be a really memorable night, I'm guessing. Now, uh, this is going to be a great month for indie rock, and I'm a broken record because the city has just upped its indie rock booking so much these last few months. Uh, And this this month, no exception. I think of all the shows, this one really stands out, though, and that is Big Thief, April 26th at the Paps Theater. Big Thief, you know them, you love them, or you have some opinion about them. They've been through town plenty, but they really are at the pinnacle of their critical acclaim right now. Right, Piet? Yeah, I mean, they released an album in February called uh, Dragon New Warm Mountain, I Believe in You, uh, which is quite a mouthful. Uh, but And it's quite a long album. It's like an 80-minute album. But it's a really good album. I mean, it, it's uh, it's largely kind of acoustic, folky sort of vibe from them. And they've done lots of different kinds of things throughout their relatively young career. I mean, they just started making albums, I think, in 2016 was their first album, a Masterpiece. And this is a really good album. I mean, I, I'm really kind of struck because it's 80 minutes long, and I, I didn't feel, like, inclined to skip anything. <laughs> you know, it's it's really well done. It's just really, really incredible songwriting with a lot of really cool details and interesting things to kind of keep checking back for. Um, did you like the Big Thief album? Have you have you committed the 80 minutes? I, I do. I have not committed all 80 minutes all at once. Okay. But it's not that kind of album. You just kind of dip in, enjoy it for a while. Yeah. And I honestly, I don't think the critics were overselling it. It is a great record. Piet, another critically acclaimed band across their whole career, of course, is Spoon. They're playing The Rave April 23rd. They've got a new album out, Lucifer on the Sofa. Good? Yes? Thumbs up? Oh, thumbs yeah. Down. Big thumbs up. Yeah, it's a really good album. I'm really kind of stunned that Spoon has been able to make so many good albums for like 
30 years now, something like that. And they've just been consistently delivered really good albums. This one's really fun too, because it they did do, do some kind of more like electronic kind of dancey dance floor kind of vibes on the last few albums. And this one is much more of a guitar album. So for people who like more of the, you know, the spoon guitar work, this is a really good album for you. It's a really fun album. They're a really fun band and they're, yeah, they're almost uh, on a, another level from any of their peers in terms of the, the great quality of music that they do. And and it's not not just an album band. They've got a great live show yeah. that's always a little unexpected. You never quite know what you're going to get. Um, it's it's a it's a live show that that threatens to come apart sometimes. Their sound, I feel like, is so loose sometimes that they can like lose the plot. But when it all comes together, it is great. Just a great live band. All right, yeah, we've got a lot more to get into, including shows from Cloud Nothing, Soccer Mommy, Cat Power, on and on and on and on and on. You can hear us talk about that after the break. If you're looking to have some fun in Milwaukee, we've got you covered. You can count on us to spotlight local music, events, and stories every hour, every day. All of these programs are free to enjoy because of support from listeners like you. When you join Radio Milwaukee today, you're supporting our local focus. And you'll be entered to win a $100 gift card to Buttermint Finer Dining and Cocktails. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org slash donate to make your gift today. All right, and we are back. Piet, Evan, April, shows, concerts, tapped in, good times. Piet, what else are you stoked to see this month? Well, there's a lot of good stuff, but I really need to talk about Elton John, who is finally coming back to Milwaukee, April 2nd at Pfizer Forum. Um, This was a show that was announced for spring 2020, shortly after his alleged last time in Milwaukee. We all got duped because it was not the last (laughs) time he had a second Milwaukee show to his last um, tour. Um, And uh, that show, though, was so good. That was my favorite show, 2019. I mean, he's just really been, you know, obviously such great songs, but he really perform with such um just such urgency and such gratitude um and such passion still at the stage um the stage show is really cast in a really wonderful way that really kind of uh you know it it, it, it recasts his legacy in a really dramatic fashion you know kiss is also doing a farewell tour but kiss hasn't changed their show in the slightest you know they're just you know, they're doing the same set that i've seen them do years and years ago elton john is really really has his mind on casting an amazing legacy for him after he stops touring, which I I think he will. I think he's going to settle into the Vegas stuff after this huge world tour ends. I think, I do think probably this will be the last time he's in Milwaukee. We'll see. I could be wrong again, but, uh, do you you think he'll do like a residency in Vegas? I think at some point. Yeah. I I don't think he's done. I think he's going to play until he he Hmm. can't play anymore, but I I do think he's going to get to a point where he is getting to a point. He's saying with this big tour, that this is it for the big touring. And I don't expect a third Milwaukee date after this farewell <laughs> tour. I do think this is it. Um, so, and I think once this is done, I don't think he's disappearing from the spotlight. I mean, I think he's going to probably settle in Vegas or maybe he'll do New York residency or LA Just residency. little Nas X albums all the time, yeah. Yeah, maybe do that. I think yeah, he's going to be one of those guys where it's really easy to get a feature with him, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it always has been. I mean, I, I remember Fall Out Boy got a feature with him a few years ago. I mean, you know, anyway. anyway <laughs> it was so, terrible. It was so bad. Ugh. It was terrible. It was really bad. But still, Elton John, a very, very good artist. Very, very great live show. Also, at that live show, they had this thing. It was like an app that you could get where you could like manipulate the sound like you could basically have headphones and you could like i forget the name of it but you should look into it if you're going to the show where you could like 
when you're watching the show, you can dial up just his vocals and dial down mm. everything else, or you can tweak it where you can hear just the guitar during a solo. You can hear just the drums. You can really kind of be your own kind of soundboard mixer for your own live show experience. It was actually very cool. Um, that's going to be a great show. So go see it if you haven't gotten the tickets already. And that is April 2nd at Pfizer Forum. You know, one that really leaps out at me, Piet, is April 22nd at Turner Hall Ballroom, and that is Cat Power. Uh, probably not exaggerating if I say she's one of my favorite singer-songwriters, uh, maybe ever. I, I, I really love her. She put out another album uh, this year. It's another covers album. It's simply called Covers. One of her uh, most acclaimed early records was called The Covers. Was it The Covers album or The Covers record? Uh, anyway, awesome record. She like deconstructs all these songs and she did another one called Jukebox. She also breaks down the songs similarly. This new one didn't do it for me or I haven't clicked with it yet. Maybe I'm, or maybe I'm just a curmudgeon. Uh, it just doesn't sound that great to me, but it doesn't matter. You know, when you've got an artist that you followed for a long time that you really respect, uh, you give them that freedom to maybe make a misstep or an album you don't vibe with. And that doesn't really dull my excitement for her performance any, just because she is such an incredible performer, so intense, so intimate, um, so genuine, uh, at least at her best she is. Uh, I'm excited to see if she can bottle that at uh, Turner Hall. Yeah, another show that's going to be a, a cover show, basically, but I think will also be very intense and really well done, uh, is this Billy Prine show that's happening at Shank Hall April 14th. Billy Prine is a uh, brother to John Prine, who is one of the first, uh, you know, casualties, ma- big name casualties of the COVID pandemic, and just a massive loss because John Prine is one of the best songwriters, honestly, the, the the country, the world has ever seen. I mean, such a great songwriter, and uh, Billy Prine has been doing this tour where he's sharing songs that John did, sharing stories. The two of them were very close. Billy would open for John in town. Uh, that was a show supposed to come to the Pap Cedar, and that that ended up getting canceled. But this is, seems like a better environment. It's at Shank Hall, a more intimate environment. Shank Hall is owned by Peter Jest, who is a very close friend uh, with John Prine. So it really feels like a very appropriate thing, a, a chance for John Prine fans to really process that loss and, and honor uh, his memory and his towering uh, songwriting legacy. Process, process is the right word. I think that's that's a death a lot of people will be coming to terms with uh, for a long time. Uh, you know, another show that uh, I think both you and I can get excited about. This is an act we've talked about on this show before. Cloud Nothings. They're playing X-Ray Arcade April 4th. You know, Piet, I just saw them this summer, this fall, when they were at the Backroom at Collectivo. It was awesome. It was like one of my first shows back from the pandemic. And uh, it was like the show I dreamed of seeing. It was loud. It was short. It was pointed. It, I could not predict the set list. Um, this is like a veteran indie rock band that um, is still just making fantastic records. The record from the last year was called The Shadow I Remember. And I put it up there with like the most celebrated uh uh, albums that this band has done. I just, I don't think they've lost a step. Normally, I wouldn't be that excited to see a band I've just seen, um, but this time they're playing a totally different venue, which is, it's amazing how much of a difference a venue can make. But I feel like this band was born for a venue like X-Ray Arcade, and I'm excited to see them at a more informal venue than they've they've usually played here. That's really cool. I mean, I love it that there's still some really exceptional artists that will play smaller rooms. And one that I'm really excited about, very different, from uh, Cloud Nothings, more aligned with uh, John Prime would be a, a nice Mitchell. She's playing mm-hmm. April 29th at Shank Hall. Such a, such a great, small, warm room for her to play. She's such an amazing songwriter and performer. 
Um, she did a session with us actually um, several years ago, and and the song she did with us set it up on her new album, which is a very good album. And she's uh, touring, you know, after getting some surprise success uh, as a composer. She was the composer for Hades Town, which was a big winner at the Tony Awards, and was a, a big hit Broadway musical um, based on uh, loosely based on an album she had done uh, previously. So she's got that cred to her as well. So she probably could play bigger venues if she wanted to, but she's not. She's still playing a, a smaller venue in town, and that's wonderful. Well, I was going to ask about that because she's on several tracks on that Big Red Machine album. I wonder if that did anything for her career. I mean, you're, you're sharing a record with Taylor Swift. Yeah, I think I think it did. I think that between that, between Hades Town, I think these things definitely can help. I mean, she's still, you know, uh, she's not necessarily going to start playing, you know, huge amphitheaters or anything like that. But I think I think she could be, you know, easily a Turner Hall show or, you know, maybe not a totally packed Paps show, but could do that if she, if she wanted to. Um, but I know she, you know, I think it's great that she's still doing kind of the, the club level of things and maybe she won't do that forever, but, um, that's wonderful. I mean, I saw her play Shank several years ago and it was a wonderful, I remember that show very well. It was a beautiful show. So I think it's wonderful that she's playing at that venue. Uh, you got one more pick you want to share or should we just run through the list so everybody else knows what's, what, what all is going down? Let's run through the list. Rapid fire. <laughs> all right. We got baby Keem April 1st at the rave. That could be good or not good. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, I like that album. I, I think people will like that. That's a rapper with some uh, ties to Kendrick Lamar. You could say he's floated by those ties to Kendrick Lamar, but that'd be a grumpy thing to say, so I won't say it. <laughs> You've got uh, Bon Jovi, April fifth at Pfizer Forum. That show is happening. You, you got a thought? Yeah, a well, quick thought. He's doing a contest where he's going to have local oh, bands yes. open on his tour. <laughs> so there will be some sort of Milwaukee band opening still to be determined. We haven't figured that out yet as of recording. By the time we this airs, it might be all figured out. But still very cool. Cool, I think that there's a Milwaukee band. I, I, I have a horse in that race. Uh, you know, One of my favorite new Milwaukee bands is called Bug Moment. I am obsessed with Bug Moment. I love that band. And I know from their social media that they submitted an entry to all open right. up the Bon Jovi and man, I hope they win. I just uh, just to treat the Bon Jovi people to something totally different. Uh, That'd be cool. I don't think they will win. I think it'll. I think the act that wins will sound more like Bon Jovi. That's my that's my <laughs> bold prediction. <laughs> we'll see uh, April fifth. Sort of like Morrissey. You know, Morrissey's openers always sound like Morrissey. You know, like, yeah, yeah. He's never one to like you know try something different. Uh, Morrissey would never let Bug Moment open for him either. Uh, <laughs> here's an artist that might let Bug Moment open for them. Soccer Mommy, that's April 8th at Turner Hall. Still time to add Bug Moment to that bill, Soccer Mommy. We've got JoJo, April 8th at the Rave. I don't know what that is, Piet. What is that? Oh, she's, a, she's a pop. She's a pop veteran, pop superstar. She also, we talked about this on the show many times, much to your chagrin, the Masked Singer. We love the Masked oh, Singer here okay. in our house. She rocked it on the Masked Singer. But she also has a really good hot pedigree behind her. <laughs> That'll be a good show. I mean, I would, go, I would go to Soccer Mommy between the two, but we're, still. We're going yeah, to get through this whole episode without you plugging a country artist I've never heard of. Who's <laughs> like playing at like the biggest venue in the city. It's, it, I, it's a, that's a shame. I wish we could get one of those in. We also have, is it Adia Victoria? Is that how you say it? Yeah, she's like a gothic kind of blues artist. She's really yeah. good. Also another good great small show. Collectivo, April 12th. April 12th. That's the same night as Rise Against, April 12th at the Rave. Piet, do you like Rise Against? I like Rise Against fine. I think they're more of a fun festival kind of thing. I wouldn't necessarily pay a hard ticket for it. But um, but yeah, they're playing. If you if you want to pay a ticket, you can see you can do that on April 12th. And then Amos Lee, April 22nd at the Paps. That's the same night as Cat Power. So if you're an indie rock fan, I would say 
cat power, but can you make the case for Amos Lee? I would go with cat power too, but Amos Lee is a very good singer songwriter and cat power can be um, a little bit more of a roll of the dice. I think live. Yes. So if you want something that's not going to be that you can see Amos Lee, I still remember him at farm aid at um, Miller park ages ago, his sound went out and he's still sang acapella in a stadium and he still crushed it. So he is a really reliable song, uh, singer songwriter and live performer. And, and whereas I say, roll the dice every time, <laughs> just like just like I was talking about uh, earlier with Spoon. That's a band that's good most of the time, not good a little bit of the time. And it's that uh, capacity for failing and being not good that makes them so transcendent when they are good. And it's the same thing with Cat Power. I think we need to normalize musicians uh, going out on a limb, uh, failing a little bit. Give them the freedom to fail because uh, it also means you might see something really exciting. Anyway, Piet, those are all the shows we are excited about. We will be at each and every single one of them. So if you're at any of them, come uh, shake our hands. I'm just kidding. We won't be at most of them. But they will be good. It is a, a nice, respectable April lineup. You can check out all of Piet's concert coverage at jsonline.com. And you can follow us at radiomilwaukee.org and find the full version of this podcast anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Tapped In is produced by Kenny Perez and made possible with support from our members. Thanks to our subscribers too. Piet, I will see you next time on Tapped In. Thanks, Evan. See you next time.